Hello? Schmidt Talks? Spill it. And we're back with another episode on Talking Schmidt. How are you guys? Hope everyone's doing well. I'm really excited about today's episode because um, it is one out of uh, two parts of a new little series that I'm doing. It's a very mini series, but it's about the entertainment industry. So, you know, acting, modeling, film, um, journalism, everything to do with well, I'm not going to say everything to do with, but a lot to do with uh, the entertainment industry. As those of you who know me, you guys know that I am a journalist and I really, um, I do have a passion for the entertainment industry. And I I was honored to be able to speak with this individual today about her experience in the film industry. She's done quite a lot. It's very impressive. And she's Canadian. And she um, she's from around here, actually, from Kingston. So Polly Shannon is my guest today on Talking Schmidt. Um, so yeah, like I said, she's a Canadian actress. And she's best known for her portrayal of Margaret Trudeau in the 2002 miniseries called Trudeau. Uh, and she also shone in the 2021 film Defining Moments with Burt Reynolds. And so I wanted to bring her on because she is definitely someone who's been successful in this industry and she's done a whole lot of other things as well. Um, So we're going to talk about some very interesting topics today and get her insight on the industry. Polly, I would love to chat a little later on and go more into depth about the films you've been in. First things first, um, I want to get to know you and okay. who exactly Polly Shannon is. So um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your career? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> I know well. that's a broad, that's a broad, <laughs> that's a broad question. But um, I mean, I guess let's first start I, when you were younger, uh, you know, you're, I guess yeah. young teens. So okay. did you have an idea then of uh, wanting to pursue an acting career or what what were you thinking back then? Okay. So I did my first professional acting job at eight years old. Oh, wow. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Wow. Okay. Very young. (laughs) So I did it. I, I had done a little bit of theater and then I did a, a, a TV show mm-hmm. for CBC called The Christmas I Almost Forgot that was written by my mother. So it's kind of a funny story because we had moved, my father was in the military and we were moving around a lot and my mother's a very creative person and an early childhood, um, you know, expert or whatever. Yes. And, um, so she decided it would be a great way to make new friends when we moved to Quebec. This okay. is in like Elmer, Quebec, which is now technically Gatineau. And I didn't speak French, you know, I'm seven years old and I like didn't really speak French. So, mm-hmm. uh, that was a problem. For <laughs> <laughs> so we went around the neighborhood and we, we got a bunch of kids together and asked them if they wanted to do a play. And my mom wrote a play. We performed the play in front of the neighborhood and the parents, just like so like when yes. I think about it, like what a cool thing my mom did. And then the CBC, someone at the CBC saw it, asked her to write a show, and then we all got little parts in it. And quite frankly, I thought, oh my god, this is so boring. Like you have to, I've done it already. <laughs> like 
already. What do they <laughs> want from me? I'm like eight years old. I'm like, how many times do I have to do the same scene? That's Ooh. so good. <laughs> I know, especially, I, especially at that age too. You know, you have all this energy, right? And yeah, you're, you you're don't like, want to just sit around. I get what they want. I just did it perfectly. I said all the right words. Like, you know, I'm like not taking into account that it's possible that maybe the camera was off or I wasn't yes. that great in that take. Like, whatever. Yes. So, uh, but then anyway, I ended up doing a lot of theater and getting into dance and singing, believe it or not. And, um, and then I, I was really kind of interested in, in theater more, uh, like probably musical theater. I was, you know, I was almost five, eight by the time I was 12. And then I kept getting scouted for modeling. Yes. So that kind of led me into the, the sort of more film and TV end of it because I was modeling so much and then doing sort of commercials and and photo shoots. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I sort of went that way for a while. Okay. And then um, doing mostly modeling. And um, how – ha- so, sorry to interrupt. Sorry. I just – I was yeah, just um, – I'm curious about – the modeling and how that how how that was for you because I know sometimes that industry can um, sometimes impact uh, people in certain ways. Yeah. Did you have a good experience with modeling? What what was that like? Um, so, I, I would say that I. I appreciated the opportunity to do modeling because I got to travel so much. Okay. Coming from a small town in Canada, I lived in New York City for a while. I lived in Tokyo. Oh, wow. Paris. Um, Oh, my goodness. All under 18 years old, I was doing all that. That's incredible. Yeah. So I, you know, I, it definitely, it took me on an adventure and some days were amazing. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is my life. Like doing a photo shoot in Japan (laughs) and like just the coolest situations. And then other times we'd be like, Oh my God, I can't believe how many creepy old men are in this room. I hope no one touches me. You know what I mean? Like Like, so I definitely had both worlds. France was not fun. I'm going to say France was very hard Mm -hmm. as a young woman or a teenager as a mm-hmm. kid. Well, technically. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, no doubt. Really didn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, my agency there, what, um, basically, I'm pretty sure I was trying to like uh, hook me up with an old man. And so then I, uh, I, I, you know, and I, and I was doing quite well there, which is what was so weird about it. But anyway, um, I came home and I was kind of like, I don't know what to do. I guess I'll go back to university and, you know, uh, kind of go that route. And then uh, a friend of my mother said, would Polly, can, they're looking for someone who looks like a model who can act. And I don't know, I, Polly, it's got to be Polly. Let her try out for this audition. And I did. And it was, um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I booked it. Oh, wow. And it was for the uh, Princess Sophie, the pinball wizard Yes. Yeah. Good for you. I mean, you you just came from modeling, so something quite different. And then the the first thing you you booked, which I, oh my gosh, how, that must have been thrilling for you. It was, and and then I I literally booked a, a small part in Denis film Love and Human Remains like right away. Yes. So I was like, oh, this is super easy. This is obviously for me. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's I mean that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. 
I, so that's kind of how I got into it. And then I just decided that that's what I would do. And I still did some modeling just to pay rent and everything in okay. Canada. But I wasn't going to go back to Paris. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> that not, not back to Paris. Have you been? Have you been back to France since that time? I've been back to France, not to Paris. Not to Paris. I'd love to go back as an adult and be able to eat. You know, oh, I would my love, gosh. Yes. I've never been to Paris and been allowed to eat food. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And that's like the best thing to do there, too, right? Like, that's why you go to Paris. Just want to sit there and eat cheese. Yeah, eat cheese and baguettes baguettes and wine. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started. That's exactly what I'd love to do that right now more than anything. But, I mean, you know, you, you, wow, like you were successful right from the ripe age of eight you know so you like <laughs> wow. you started getting right into it uh which is yeah. which is hard especially in the entertainment industry and we'll go more we'll go more into uh, I guess the struggles a little bit later on but sure. um okay so we're gonna go focus more because you mentioned on uh some projects that you worked on uh so what which of your characters mm-hmm. have been the most intriguing to play? And I know that's that's a tough question because you, you've played a whole bunch of different characters. But was there a few or one that mainly stood out to you? Intriguing or difficult? I would say, different how about we do one that's intriguing, one that was okay. difficult? Playing Maggie Trudeau was yes. probably one of the most... Well, I found it fascinating for mm-hmm. sure to to delve into a person's life, and I I, I carried her character from uh, the age of sixteen all the way to forty, and I mean that's a lot of life to play, and everybody knew her, and people had very strong feelings and opinions about her, and some yeah. of it I would say was some of their opinions were uneducated because they just didn't know the truth of her story. Exactly. And that was really important to me. And whether I pulled it off or not is, you know, everyone else can decide for themselves. But uh, I definitely wanted to put her side forward. I respected her and I wanted to do that so well and represent her properly. Would you say that was uh, a challenging but very interesting role for you then? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like, was it the, my most intriguing? I don't know, but the whole process, you know, like. Yes, yeah, and do you, like, for, for roles in general, but I guess for this specific one, did you do a lot of research? Yeah. Uh, did you do a lot of studying um, into 100%. the character? Yeah. I read her books. I watched, I, I had to do scenes that, there was footage of. I had to watch this one scene over and over again, trying to get this song. And then I wasn't allowed to sing the same song. So I had to like come up with a little song. And yes. I was like, oh my God, this is awful. I'm oh. the worst at this. I can't believe it. I was so nervous. Um, but there was, you know, stuff that, that pe- uh, uh, highly anticipated situations in the miniseries mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that people had either a, uh, solid 
version in their heads from having read it so many times or having seen it and that that's difficult because you 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 don't want to become like you know a a mimic doing exactly what that person did in the scene yes because then it no longer flows with the rest of your yeah no exactly i know you have to that was challenging i think that was really more like me trusting jerry chikoriti and and just going okay (laughs) (laughs) how about this yes i know i know but i mean you did a fantastic job in in the Thank in the you. mini series. You you did a great job, and um, I, I feel like you caught a lot of people's attention too. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. have you um, now when it comes to catching catching people's attention? Because obviously, when you're on television, when you're in movies, you, you, you get some limelight on you, right? So, um, yeah. is that something that you like, or is there pros and cons to that? Would you say? Um, I mean, I never really had it so bad. <laughs> so uh, when I was in, in living in Toronto mm-hmm. and, um, you know, when, when I was, I had I'd probably just done Maggie and Men with Brooms and I had just a lot going on. I had a series on, on uh, Showtime at the same time called Leap Years, yeah. which was a blast to do, by the way. And then I was getting recognized a lot, like everywhere, you know. And then um, when I came to L.A., it's like it doesn't really matter. Like unless you're Tom Cruise, no one gives a crap who you are. You know, it really, like being a recognizable actor is such a dime a dozen here and it's really an awakening when you come here. Mm-hmm. Really, they don't care what you've done. I mean, it it, it really Ranges from musicians to influencers to bloggers to actors. Like it just the list goes on, right? So oh, yeah. you know, you you can see someone walking on the road that you may not recognize, but they could do all these amazing things. You know, you just you you yeah. never know, right? Um, someone told me that's why um, I don't know that this is necessarily true, but that that like people are always so nice to you to your face here. That's so interesting. Well, I have I mean, I have yet to go to LA, so um that'll oh, be I know. Not I, right now. Wait I feel, till well, after yeah, all the I'll right wait till <laughs> I'll wait till everything's uh okay, but so, I know, like no kidding, but actually yeah. speaking of which uh, my next question is obviously to do with the pandemic. So okay. uh, it's been it's been tough uh, for a yeah. lot of people. A lot of projects had to be put on hold. I know a lot of uh, certain film releases um, have not that they've been on hold for a while because yeah. it's just you know it's it's tough. And how would you how would you explain what the film industry has been like during? this gosh the the past two years now what what, what's it been like uh for you personally well I mean I you know I kind of I took a hiatus Mm -hmm. mostly took a hiatus and have been uh because I had two kids close together um I did one film in between and then another film after and um but I just wasn't auditioning really or anything cuz it was just so difficult and my young my youngest child is like uh full on <laughs> <laughs> he's a wild boy um, wild, wild child yeah wild child so um he's in preschool now I can now feel comfortable you know going off and doing auditions and kind of so I literally started like uh, January 2020, talking to my agent again and mm-hmm. kind of going out. And I, I I went to producers on a couple of things. And one, I was supposed to go further. And literally, 
my husband was one of the first 40 people in California to get COVID. <gasps> no. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, lucky us. <laughs> no. Oh, my god. Yeah, so it was like, it really, it, like, I feel like so many other people were in so denial that this could happen. I, yes. That, you know, for so long, but I was like locked in my house. Like, we we caught it in time to know that, that, that he had it and, we were isolating from him. So luckily my children and I did not get it. My gosh, um, yeah. But it was scary. And and I feel like I kind of just like, I went into, like, I didn't I didn't take my kids or do anything for like a year. It was I, like horrible. I hate it. I get anxiety about it now. Who can blame you? Because yeah. you, you have you have younger kids and yeah. this whole thing is obviously very new. It's still, it's still shocking that we're even going through this. So it's, uh, yeah. it's difficult to navigate through, especially when you have a family, you know? That's right. And they hadn't had their vaccine. So like I yes. waited until they had their vaccine. I got them vaccinated. I think I was like probably one of the first people. Yes. And then literally they were two, three weeks out of their second dose and my husband got it again. No <laughs> way. No. no way. Oh my god. he's vaccinated. So he's like, no. Yeah, um, he's you know what he's yeah I was just gonna say he is good Ugh. he's good now he, he should be like, just, he should I don't be know. I know I, don't I know this thing. I don't understand I I know you're just you're wanting to get out of this and I, I know a lot of other people yeah. are just wanting to get out of this funk like it, it'll be so exciting to to kind of get to back get to going. normal you know um oh, yeah. now so we're we're gonna switch it over a little bit okay. here so we're gonna talk about uh being a female actually yes. in this industry um obviously you have a lot of experience and um I feel like you would be great to talk about this so you know I myself I'm I'm in the journalism and entertainment industry and I know it can be tough still um, even now in in 2022 there can still be some struggles being a female in this industry and in other industries as well but I wanted to get your point of view on this and um, ask you what you have dealt with um, or continue to deal with as a female in the film industry I mean, I, I feel like I have a lot of experience with all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I think as a young, attractive female, yeah. it, particularly back when I started, it was just, you know, rampant with people taking advantage of young women. So yes. everyone wants you to be super beautiful and super cool and do what they say and when they say and what they want. I... Um, had pretty strong parents and, you know, was very well aware of these things at a young age, probably because of my modeling. I'm not sure, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't easily swayed by fancy names (laughs) or money. (laughs) Yes. Never really did it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I, even with all that, you know, narrowly escaped quite a few things in my life and, and one I didn't. And, and I mean, if, if, I was um, one of the women who did not use my name, but one of the women who came forward about James Tobak. Okay. I did his movie, and he was a horrible pig. But, you know, back then we didn't say anything, and I actually did say something, and 
you know, was told just to like stay away from him. You still have to do the shoot. I mean, it was just like, oh God. Yes. <laughs> like how, yes. How is that how we treat people? Like it, I just don't even really want to get into all the details, but it wasn't wasn't a pretty situation. Let me just tell you. Like of, he of definitely should be charged. I mean, mm-hmm. another friend of mine actually was one of the women leading that and we bonded over our experience. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had that and I've had, you know, a director on this little movie who like, I was like, why am I doing this? And the director like had me go upstairs in the elevator to look at the next scene. I'm like, I don't think I'm in the next scene. Yeah. Like, what is going on Yeah. Here? And then he, like, cornered me in the elevator no. and kissed me. I mean, no. on set. And then, like, all you're thinking is everyone must think that I'm here. Oh, no. Because of this. Like, it's just so awkward and, and awful. Of and, like, course. And, like, you just feel so devalued. Like, you get the job and you feel, yay, look at me. I did something great. I must have done such good work. And then you're there and the guy cornered you in the elevator and you're like, Ah, oh my gosh! I know, and and then you're thinking, okay, is this is this what is this what your goal was? Like, what what what? Why is this fun? Yeah, you know why? How much money is this worth having to put up with? Like, at a certain point, you just would you say would you say after these experiences, you you had maybe a bit of some doubts about this industry? Did did you ever get to that point? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I've had so many times, I mean, I've had auditions where, you know, like her guest stars on a crappy TV show too. Mm-hmm. Like, not that it really matters, but just to give you like how far ranging this goes. Yes. Um, or went. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful that things are better now. I, I know. Um, you know, I, I did an audition and I, I, I knew the, the director who sadly has passed since. And he's lovely. Like he's cool as hell. Yes. But, um, yes. The producer found me on Facebook and was like, hey, I, I'm really excited. It looks like we're going with you. Do you want to come meet and talk about this this role? Uh, I'd love to talk to you further about it. And yeah. I, I was like, okay, like thinking he meant like, you know, for lunch or something and that's fine. Okay. And then he goes, okay, so come tonight at eight o'clock and I'll meet you at the bar at the hotel. Fuck you! <laughs> like I can't. I sorry, I just shouldn't have swore, but I can't. Uh, I can't meet you. Oh and yeah. He's like, are you sure you can't? And I'm like, I really can't. I've got lots of things to do tonight. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I didn't get the part, and I never heard from him. Again. Wow. Okay. Like, so, well, you know, you know what? Though? Like, how, I mean, how much more blatant can it get? It's all over. And then the other part of it is when you stop being the young, <laughs> super hot girl. <laughs> Then, like, literally, it's very difficult to get a job. But I feel like oh, that's dear. changing. I, I do have hope for that. You know what? I I 100% agree with that. I, I do have to say I feel like one of the great things about the industry is that it's it's changing. So it's not yeah. all just about the young, beautiful uh, yes. actresses anymore. I think it's really turning around, which I think is really important because, you know, yeah. people age. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. You it's know? Like- the majority of the population are not 20-year-old females. I don't know why that's all we're allowed to see, you I, know? It shouldn't be. Not at all. Exactly. And, and, and I mean, I guess in a sense, people think, oh, that's what gets the views. That's what get gets people to get excited about the show or the movie. But that's not that's not the case right. anymore. And I, I like how that's, I like that, how that's changing. Um, now to, to switch on over to a more lighter note, uh, <laughs> what would you say is something that you absolutely just love about this industry? Oh, I mean, I love it when you're working on a great set 
and you're either having a blast because it's a comedy, which, yeah. you know, I really enjoy doing. Um, I've had some of the best times of my life shooting comedy stuff. And yes. Like sometimes like I'm laughing so hard I can't even be in the scene. Or, you know, working so hard that you feel like you're doing something and, uh, you know, you're putting your heart and soul into something. And 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 it's 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 a respectful set. Not that everyone has to have respect necessarily for you, but we respect each other, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And, mm-hmm. and in that, I really enjoy the process. I do. Absolutely. And so speaking of comedies, you were in that recent uh, comedy film with Burt Reynolds, uh, Defining right. Moments. Yes. So, I mean, that's yeah. exciting. That was, uh, that's amazing. So Stephen told me, a bit about that and um I, I mean I think that that must have been such a great experience do you want to explain a little bit about the process and, and what it was like so defining moments is about a guy who or a man what's there's quite a few characters in my storyline with Bert um he tells his daughter that it took nine months to be born so it's going to take him nine months to die oh wow and she's like oh stop it and you know he has yeah. his little plan and 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 it you know well we'll leave that <laughs> yeah you can figure that yes. Part out. yeah but it reconnects them uh, you know a distanced relationship between father and daughter and you know kind of coming to enjoy each other like mm-hmm. so all the things that sort of separated them you know, I guess when she was younger, you know, she starts to sort of see the real person her father is. And I think he kind of gets to know more of who she is as an adult. And yes. so it's, it's a lovely film. It's, it, it, you know, there's so many different storylines on it, but that was ours. Absolutely. And, um, Absolutely. Bert and I had a great time. I, I know. It, he, I, I was so sad when he died. He, he was just such a, a fun, loving man. I adored him. Mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of people um, paid tribute to him, and uh, they continue to do so. You know, he he did very well in the industry, and I mean that that must feel amazing that you're able to work with him. Um, yeah, you know, it, I was very lucky. I've actually done two movies with him. The yes. first one, I only did one scene, but yeah, we we're in the same film together. Yes. We had like one scene together, but this movie was really like me and Bert and, you know, we had a, a great bond on set. You know, what's lovely about Steven is he really allows the actors to explore that in a scene. Absolutely. You know, he's very relationship oriented and, so it was lovely. I mean, I got to have uh, Burt Reynolds as a dad. That's amazing. <laughs> what a what a great experience. And it really was. And and so you know, comparing. Okay, so let's just compare um, because we're talking about the Trudeau miniseries. So let's just compare yeah. the two because obviously they're very, very, very different storylines, um, and different genres. So, what would you say when, when it comes to playing parts in different movies that um, are in different genres. So one's more dramatic, one's comedy or romantic. Do you have a different sort of process when memorizing your lines or um, researching the characters? Is there a certain different process for each sort of genre, I guess? I kind of David Rotenberg is a, an acting teacher in Canada in Toronto. Who's, mm-hmm. He's a genius really um he always talks about having a first and a second which means so your first is like your hamlet the person who is most you who is most 
has most of the full aspects of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So that's often in drama. Like if you're a leading lady, you are your first. Yes. Right. And now if you are the the goofy best friend of the leading lady, that is your second. She's yes. not really a full character, but she's got some major traits that make people laugh or or major flaws that bring the story, you know, further on in a, in a drama. Um, so I really enjoy both of them. They are very different processes because I feel like for your first, you have to find, you know, stuff within you to connect to the story and the person you're playing. Absolutely. And a second is more, it's almost kind of more fun. I mean, in a comedy, it's more fun for sure. I I have to just say, because like, I, I, I really got a lot of parts playing sort of the, the, the stereotypical dumb blonde. Yes. With a twist, a bit more small town and flat chested. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I really loved doing that because I found it so fun to think of what was the most ridiculous way of saying this line and and going from there or like, oh, one time I did another show and, uh, I had to play this sort of babysitter who had a TV addiction and just kind of zoned out and I'm working with Ben Arthur and I mean mm-hmm. oh my god I could not do the scene I was laughing <laughs> so hard but she really had like two notes you know yeah. she didn't have a lot to do yeah he had to do everything off of my two notes if that makes sense okay you know? So, okay you know I, I get yeah. that yeah Whereas with Maggie, it was like, you know, you, it was tough because I'm playing a real person who, who made choices I, that I wouldn't necessarily have made. Absolutely. Especially when you're playing someone younger than yourself, you know, they, you have to kind of <laughs> find a way to believe that, that this is the right thing that you as that person should be doing. Yes. And that makes sense. it's, I, it's interesting because I feel that obviously there's a, there's a completely different dynamic. Uh, when it comes to fictional versus non-fictional characters. So would you say, do you have a preference uh, when it comes to playing those kind of characters or do you like to do a bit of both? I don't know. I like like doing both. I mean, I think you always bring yourself anyway. You have to. Exactly. (laughs) You're there. Yeah. Unfortunately, (laughs) you're always there. Yes. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, they're both challenging and and interesting in different ways. And I, I, so I know that we... Uh, talked about your mother at the beginning and she sounded like a wonderful confidant uh, with your career. So um, who else do you consider to be an acting role model, I guess, um, whose career you would like to emulate? Was there anyone specifically that inspired you? I know it sounds ridiculous, but I always loved Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I just always found him. Wow. Like, so he does these insane transformations. He just, you can't stop watching him when he's on screen. And I always really admired him. Um, there's just so many, you know. I, mean, I know. I it's, any of the greats. I, it's hard <laughs> to pick. likes to tease me that I'm the <laughs> Helen Mirren of Canada, which I am not even remotely. I'm oh, not even her pinky worth of talent. That's but too it's funny. just because I love her. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's, so, a, that's, a, that's a great compliment. <laughs> I just love her because she's a woman who marches to her own drummer and she doesn't let society define how she should feel about herself and she's sexy and she's Mm -hmm. powerful Mm -hmm. and she's intelligent and all of her stuff you know I just 
I, I really admire her a lot. Usually in these kinds of industries, um, mm-hmm. you're obviously all competing for a role. Uh, and um, it, it's, it, it is full of competition, but yes. there are ways to stand out. So how... How do you stand out amidst the competition? Do you do anything specifically to, I guess, shine or um, to portray yourself differently from from everybody else? I think when I was younger, I was. Mm -hmm. I did Mm -hmm. have a difference from other people. Um, I'm not sure that I do now. Um, I, I, like I said, (laughs) I took a big hiatus and now (laughs) I'm just kind of trying to come back in. Yeah. You know. Um, I think there's certain things that I, I, uh, you know, you have a hit. So when you, you look at a person, immediately their face kind of tells you a bit of the story. Yes. And whether it's true or not, it's just what, especially on TV, you know, you need it to be fast. We don't have time to tell you a ton about that person. So I think, you know, like your bone structure tells stuff, the way you walk tells stuff, the the style of your hair can <laughs> tell a story. Like, you know, there's a difference between someone who can afford a $300 haircut and someone oh, who goes to Supercut. Yes. kind of a big part of, like, it sounds stupid, but it is part of the story. I know. I believe it smart I believe it so um I don't know what I I necessarily bring to the table now I think I bring to the table a you know a different maybe not so much in LA but I think if I come back home to Canada I have a different experience than a lot of women there I think also if you're truthful like if you are honest about who and what you are Mm -hmm. to yourself Mm -hmm. and to others then really what do you have to not feel confident about like so you have a flaw yeah. Own it. I, I actually, I, so I have two more questions for you before sure. we, we wrap things up here. But, um, okay. okay. So I know we briefly touched this, uh, touched on this before, which was, um, all these different changes in the film industry and some are, yeah. some are great. Uh, yeah. so as we all know, everything always advances. So, you know, whether that be jobs, technology, trends, etc. um, How exactly do you think that the film industry is changing and have you noticed any particular advancements, I guess? Okay. Well, I can say Frances McDormand. Yeah. uh, You know, Mayor of Easttone, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Gilded Age. I mean, just look at the storylines that are coming out. Absolutely. And the women who are leading this, who aren't playing the old Hollywood game anymore. Mm-hmm. Like she, I think, went to one of the award shows in Burks. Yes. Yes. You know, like yes. she's just not having it. And no. I love her for it. And, I know. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have a great time. I mean, if I was going to one of these awards, I'd be like dolled up to the nines. Oh, of course. I am. Of course. But I don't, I love that she doesn't feel like that's who she has to be. Mm-hmm. And I think like, you know, look at, you know, Kate in, in Mare, just the rawness of that role of not playing it the boring typical way we've been forced to play it all along I'm so proud of her for that oh just like I get just blanking on all these like wonderful even sex in the city oh my gosh thing is called now I, it's not really my thing but yeah. I love that it's out there I know I love that we're seeing women go through women I things. I know and you know what I'm I'm very upset about because there's a lot of backlash about yeah. how they looked and I'm I'm in my head thinking okay 
so do you just not expect people to age like i i don't understand like you know wrinkles are a thing you know we all age it's it's not a crime so and life doesn't end with a wrinkle it does no, it does <laughs> that's, not. That's the shocking news. People I, don't know. It's I know. Really it's like, like it's like you keep living. <laughs> I know. It's like some newfound information for people, and I'm like, uh, I think that. I mean, that kind of thing is unfortunate. I find when people yeah. just solely judge actors and Ugh. actresses once they start aging, and it's I just don't get it because that's, it's also just so boring. It's will, so it's so low end. I also love that beauty is changing. I mean, we're, we're we're allowing beauty to have some ethnicity now. Oh I mean, my there gosh. are so many gorgeous women of different backgrounds. We learn to appreciate beauty, by the way. Like, yes. So there was a study done, and I, you know, I'd love it if I could ever remember the <laughs> name of things, but it was basically like familiarity. Yeah. You know, so like the more familiar we are with a, a person's face who isn't necessarily a classic beauty we start to feel like they are beautiful and are attractive. Yeah. So if we never see, you know, a, a Native American's face on TV, yes, we're going to look at that and say, that's not what we consider attractive. But uh, the more yeah. we influence people, we show the true beauty yes. of different ethnicities, gorgeous people from all over the world, the more we're going to open up you know the 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 love and the respect for each other i think too it's it's just such a big thing i'm so glad that that's moving forward I, you, you know yeah you and me both i i it's wonderful to see and how yeah. inclusive um a lot of things are i feel like we're always learning and we're we're a society is learning we learn you know yeah. and I, it's i think it's always cool when society is actually learning and not reverting to hate mm-hmm. which we've had a lot of in the last I, little while. oh gosh um, i know i know uh, so i hope that that stays and i hope our 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 media um and film and tv you know gives us what we want which is a more diverse, mm-hmm. you know, um, casting mm-hmm. process, story process, like yes. the whole thing, you know? Yeah. I like that. And, 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 and I mean that with women as well, just like, just so, so relieved to have a story that I'm interested in. What advice do you have for young people who are just starting their careers, specifically in the entertainment industry? Do as much as you can that you can do well. I think that's the thing okay because I think the more you do the more you learn the more people you meet I do think you know you've got to be respectful of everyone and I think you've got to be respectful of yourself so like you know if somebody just because somebody feels important doesn't mean that you're not important and always don't allow anyone to push you around because of that dynamic that's one thing I think I would definitely wish I understood more of when I was young and starting out I think that's a wonderful piece of advice. And I think that's a perfect place to (laughs) leave uh, this episode off. Um, Polly, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. You were lovely to chat with. You're lovely. Oh, thank you. (laughs) But seriously, it was, it was lovely to learn more about you and everything that you've been through. Um, And I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for things to (laughs) pick up again and, and I hope so. see where we <laughs> see where we'll we end up I know <laughs> I know I really hope so too but um I'm gonna thank end this you. off right here thank you so okay. much Polly best of luck with everything thank you so much and take care and thank you for uh 
listening, everyone who's tuning in, go check out uh, Polly's latest works. She's incredible. Um, and hopefully I'll be able to have you on again sometime soon, Polly. I'd love that. And to all my listeners, I will catch you guys in the next episode.